This episode of the Oh Those Toes podcast is brought to you by the letters F and J and the number four. Freedom! <laughs> Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. With you, as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am the randomly yelling person, Annie. <laughs> and you are listening to the Oh Those Toes podcast. <laughs> I think, or <laughs> you may be listening to a uh, slightly Can dirtier version of how to get how to get to <laughs> Fantasy Street. FJ's for freedom. We haven't talked about that in a minute. No, well, we we brought it up again briefly because I finally got some links to some change.org org some um petitions that suited our need. Uh, One is to repeal FOSTA-SESTA, and the other is to stop a new one called SISIA. Who's coming up with these names? But, um, (laughs) you know, instead of Speaker Pelosi's move to to the damage that FOSTA-SESTA was doing for the the sex worker industry, the legal sex worker industry, somebody else in the, you know, I'm sure the, uh, the red party, um, and I, by that I don't mean communist, uh, decided instead to introduce legislation to just clamp down on things harder. This is another one that's based on the idea that internet sex trafficking. Well, for crying out loud, putting up pictures of your feet is not internet sex trafficking. You need internet to stop trafficking. is not internet sex trafficking. You can't traffic you... yourself. <laughs> You need to stop trafficking me. You're right. Really... I've been tra- well, I've been trafficking. I've trafficked you much recently. Um, no, I was no. trafficking Wicked this past week as we promoted the last, <laughs> the last. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to report you. You mm-hmm. stop being a foot pimp. Okay, no, but really, can we? Do you think that our hashtag would be shut down? Do you think eventually, if? I mean, is it that obvious if we just started hashtagging FJ, the number four and freedom? The, the problem has nothing to do with what the hashtag means. Um, and right now we're speaking strictly in Instagram terms. And sometimes we need to get away from that because not all of our listeners are Instagrammers, but we are and we will uh, spread our hate and love of Instagram constantly. Uh, the problem mm-hmm. is no hashtag unto itself is good or bad. Once a hashtag is associated with X amount of reported posts, the hashtag is blacklisted. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I'm sorry. Some literally are. They, they do have a, a group of keywords that they use to monitor for traffic they want to shut down. But other ha- hashtags are more, the hashtag becomes blacklisted because too many of the posts associated with it are reported. Well, did you uh, read that article about OnlyFans? Um trying to stay away from uh, sex worker. Like, they're just trying not to be a porn star writer. Because right now, if you hear OnlyFans, you automatically think... Like, if you hear of a woman has an OnlyFans, you automatically think she's like... Oh, yeah. Well, you the, know. On, OnlyFans is sex worker-controlled in amateur. And if there's anything else on OnlyFans, no one's subscribing to it. So own who you are. Well, I get a lot of ads for um, sort of random things, like... Uh, uh, like dancers, um, artists, like the like paint and draw and have 
you know that's so much more of a patron um and it is I, I it know, is yeah but i, I do get ads for that all the time workers tried to get on tried to to get patreon and a few of them still work there and that's cool but patreon is more you know be a patron of my art only fans is you're my fan this is my fan club what do you think it means only fans so if only fans is trying to get out of the sex it's not because they didn't know that that's what they're doing it's because maybe it's getting too hard from the government to be them and mm-hmm. that's gonna push everything back to fet life which is fine because that's what FetLife is and FetLife is set up correctly to be that. But FetLife doesn't like, the community of FetLife doesn't like having stuff sold to them by the other users. Right. FetLife is already not liking the dribble over from Instagram. FetLife isn't liking the terms, not not the site FetLife, the people of FetLife aren't looking right. Long liking term... the terms link in my bio or right. contact me for to buy more or, no. or or pay before play type of thing like, no they're there to find they're like right they're there if, to find if partners you're on life and, and you're gonna find something that's pay to play it's going to be an, an event that's pay to play it's not going to be pay to chat with somebody or right. pay to get pictures to somebody yeah um and it, it'll never last there because well i mean there's still a ton of kinky people putting up some really kinky pictures and really kinky videos and for the most part, you only have to know they exist or at the least at usually become friends with them. And boom, you've got the world of kinky pics and videos if you want it. Pay right. to play isn't going to work there. And it has all the categories that you can, I mean, really sort through if you're very sp- particular and specific about what you're looking for. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. They, um, they even became fairly vanilla friendly uh, about five, six years ago, maybe more. They, they created some vanilla categories so that FetLife can be yeah, it's still mainly for us kinky people, but you could be a vanilla person who's just kind of there and interested in finding out what kinky stuff is. And I, we encourage that. That's what we're here for. We're here. We we pray that there's tons of vanilla people subscribing to learn to be more kinky or learn about more. Or, yeah, or be more accepting of their own. You know, I mean, who says you don't have to start out that way? But who says that you can't be like mostly vanilla? With a few kinks here and there. I mean, you you can you know. You I, I don't think one it has extreme. to be one or the you know other. I mean, yeah, you know. We know there's plenty of people. We would call them a kinkster. Uh, we you know, and we know plenty of people. And we get asked to go on podcasts of people who consider themselves fairly vanilla. And I think yeah, they learn a lot of interesting stuff from us. I hope uh, they always say they do. They could be blowing smoke for us. <laughs> but the other that's they another also kink. learn that they're. <laughs> kinkier than maybe they gave themselves credit for right yeah you know uh, yeah. yeah if you're into bondage you have to have the rope or chains or whatever you use if you're into s&m you gotta have the the paddles or accoutrements of pain or whatever um but feet can be put on the menu as as we've always put it um you know i think that that's one of the cool things about the foot fetish or exploring heat in sex is it's so easy to toss in and give a try you don't have to go out and buy some sort of black leather hood or uh you know seven hundred dollars worth of vinyl suit or uh you know 104 balloons um you know your partner has a has feet not 100 percent of the time more often than not (laughs) but you have a mouth you can put it in any fucking place you want you know what i mean like i just I don't see why you have to limit yourself to 
one, two, three, or four places, you know. Well, and you know, just about anything can be used to touch your dick. And um, <laughs> you know, maybe we have to slightly limit for safety reasons what exactly you put in your vagina. <laughs> but I've seen some things a lot bigger than the foot put in, so you know, go for it. Just don't scratch with the nails. Be careful. Well- <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't know how we got here. I... <laughs> In the words of Bugs Bunny, we took a left turn in Albuquerque. Well, so for me, I think right now I'm enjoying. First of all, I locked myself out of my Fet Life. I think I don't remember my password, so I haven't been on there for a little bit. But I need to go on there because um, one of my friends and followers sent me a link to. Uh, X hamster, what is that hamster porn X-hamster. site? Okay, I've never been there, so I don't know. Um, um, I keep forgetting it, but it's um, it's lesser Pornhub now. It used to be really great for stuff that was a little outside the um, outside the norm. Um, they decided to get really strong on uh, user content protection, and that's absolutely great. So. Unfortunately, because they weren't strong on it before, their catalog like halved in the last year when people when found it much easier to say, hey, that's my video I sold to some dude off OnlyFans and now it's on your site. Can you remove it, please? And I say, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I, I need to go. Great for the content producers. A little bad for the casual uh, lurker. <laughs> well, I need to get into my fat life because that's where my friend sent me the link to one of my live videos that's been uploaded to... <laughs> uh, but yes x hamster will uh take yeah. that down for you in a heartbeat because yeah. they've gotten very good about that the downside so... is the guy who's uh you know two in the morning looking for something unique and interesting you get a lot of death now because user a uh, video taken down at user's request or I, owner's request I, you know my lives are like just fucking random ass shit. So, but it that was, was the, the one... cool thing about X Hamster is on Pornhub, where it kind of had to to fit the mainstream porn thing. X Hamster had more interesting stuff that maybe wasn't necessarily X rated, and it still flew there. Well, so it's my face. <laughs> yeah, get it off X Hamster. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and um, you know, and I had like, you know, I was like talking a little bit of shit about filters, right? I was like, hey, look, look how good I can look with this filter on and look how all, you know, how this is me normal. This is me with the filter. Like, don't believe everything that you see. Because right around that time, I, I had come across the lives of yours. I caught live. Did you? I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so they they apparently really like that one. And I think it's because after that first few minutes of my face, I just pointed it at my feet and just gabbed. I don't know. Um, And I think my toes were red or something. I don't even know. I don't even know. But yeah, um, let's let's get that off X Hamster. Um, Yeah. Um, But but I have an issue with it because, yes, I've just, I've showed my face and yes, I, you know, but that's on, on, on my page on my terms like my only fans have access to some videos with my face in them but i don't want them put out in these uh like different areas because you know i i, I have a 19 year old and i don't want him to be like looking through his like favorite porn site and be like oh shit there's my mom i 
and you know uh so i we have know. a i think common acquaintance in the instagram world whose watermark says do not repost anywhere other than instagram yeah yeah and and that really sucks for her because uh somebody's been stealing her content and uploading it to youtube and it really sucks for her because um she has to ruin all of her pictures with this crazy ass watermark yeah you know the quality of your pictures just automatically like drops um when you're putting this crazy ass sentence in front of it you know it takes away from it for sure so and then i think she's doing it in two languages so then it's uh doubled right yeah yeah but she's yeah it's it's, she, it's gotten oh, a little crazy has, it's gotten a little that crazy. same person i don't want to out somebody but uh that same person had some serious issue with a really nasty commenter uh but i called out the dogs and i think that person's uh, page has been deleted forever because the comment was um in, in violent <laughs> oh good well good i'm glad but yeah so um we can still rally as a community Sometimes. Yeah, it's it's getting harder and harder because, you know, uh, every time our pages get shut down, we have less and less reach and less and less access to people. Um, and and so it's, you know, it's getting it's getting harder and harder. Like I've been struggling really hard to to be motivated to create content and put it on on Instagram. Like I'm a little bit bitter every time I post something on Instagram. I, um, uh, no. <laughs> Because the, you know, what I really want to say is not what I can say. Like, I'm just so, um, you know, it's I, just it, so. It might be time for this, for us. You know, I'm probably never going to get bounced off Instagram at this point. Um, but, you know, I think our friends are going to start leaving Instagram. And I think the way we're going to promote the podcast will be Twitter from me and Reddit from you and our Fet Life and. Yeah. Well, in 10 years, Instagram will just be a, a cinder. I don't know. So I do love Reddit because I know you do Reddit. Reddit <laughs> and I'm still like sort of working my way around it. Like I'm still like such a newbie to the community. Right. But um, I love that they have like if you're looking to buy foot fetish content, they have groups where that's all the people are doing. And then there are groups like one that I'm involved in is foot fetish talks where posting pictures is not allowed oh posting like sales is not allowed you haven't fucked around enough on fetlife because yes all of the groups have a set of rules and those rules can be whatever the group and they hold to it and they can moderate and so you do get groups where nothing can be uh an advertisement for anything or groups where it's perfectly fine to advertise yes Um, yeah I haven't advertised the podcast in some of those groups in a while because it's kind of like I would say the same thing as the last thing I posted. Um, I have to figure out how to advertise those better on FetLife. But yeah, and I think maybe if FetLife ends up taking in all of the Instagram refugees, at least from the foot fetish community, then you'll find that we will have FetLife groups for the sale of foot-related content that where it's perfectly acceptable and it's relegated to that section of the community so that the other people, uh, everything will evolve. And I think that may be the way we, our refugees end up there. Um, 
lot more and more and more rolling over to Twitter and you keep saying you need to give Twitter another chance. Yeah, I've just been really um, sort of, I've, I've had some guests in from out of town and I've had a really busy life the last couple of weeks. So I've just sort of dropped the ball on social media in general. Yeah, we've also uh, been, so... <laughs> a, we've been a, well, our listeners don't hear us twice a week, but we've been almost steadily twice a week for three, four weeks and we'll continue as we've been getting a lot of guest spots that just haven't aired yet on other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that, you know, you guys hear us for an hour or hour and a half, but you know, we chat before we chat during, we chat after. So it really is like a two to three hour event. Uh, So um, it's not just a matter of picking up the, you know, the mic and, and starting to record. So um yeah, you know, uh, we don't do anything scripted, really. So, I mean, at least that saves us some time. Um, Although I do but... have a text in front of me because there's a couple things that I found that I definitely uh, I want to maybe bring up as, as the conversation goes that way. Um, but working backwards, um, you were talking about Reddit. Uh, you, you're digging on that community. And that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, um, and, and I, you I really reached out to your Reddit community, and did somebody else pose the question, and you just kind of were part of the conversation, or did you? Post no, no, the no. I I posted the question because um, I, um, I don't know. I was just you know, you know, I'm me in questions. Uh, but I I what I really like about Reddit is that so so Instagram. What happens with this Instagram is that when I post pose the question. Um, I get all these like super pervy sexual responses, right? And oh yeah, I, and I am a sexy person. Who don't speak English as a primary <laughs> that don't make any sense. <laughs> that they don't they don't read the question. They see a box where they can throw their yes, yeah, yes, exactly, yeah. And so I'm like that box to a story. <laughs> you will get some sort of thought bomb. I love the ones who just respond in another language that doesn't even have the the, the Roman alphabet. I mean, mm-hmm. no, that's great. I, I'm like, I yeah. can read a little bit of the Greek alphabet, a little bit of the Russian alphabet, the various Middle Eastern alphabets or Asian alphabets. Forget it. But it's just like the question is, even if you don't speak English, the question is posed in the Roman alphabet, so you know it's definitely not the language you're responding in. <laughs> So, so I'm like, you know, what's your favorite color? Nylon or something like that, you know, and they're, and like, they're like, fuck your, like fuck my face with your foot, <laughs> pussy bitch. <laughs> I oh, want God, to I sex you Wednesday. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, but, but those guys those... have an excuse, right? Those guys have an actual excuse, like there's a language barrier there. What about the guys that are, you know, fucking, they live one state over and they're like 100% American and they're like, yeah, baby, I want to like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bitch, did you read my question? It asked what fucking color, you know, pantyhose you like best. It didn't say which, name 5,000 ways you want to fuck me. Like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah so... it the other way too. <laughs> we'll ask a question like, what's your best suggestion on how to suck toes? And you'll get a response that's just like vagina boob. 
<laughs> so, so some of those really, really do make for a good laugh. So, you know, <laughs> of course. And then I, I used to repost them, mine and other friends, other ones that my friends got. And I used to repost them um, with a picture of Latka Gravis from Taxi. And then post the the various quotes that either came as comments or DMs or answers to questions. And I did the uh, the hashtag Lodka reads the comments, and it's if you <laughs> were a fan of Taxi, it's so perfect because he's you, when you read it in his voice, it's just like it makes perfect sense. It does, it does, yeah, yeah. But so, so what I like about Reddit is that I can pose a question and get actual like thoughtful. Uh, you know, responses like a very intelligent responses that we can go back and forth. And because I'm not really big on Reddit, like no one's trying, like there's no like fanboying out, sort of. And so I can actually have a decent conversation with a mm. person without yeah. them like going, "Oh my god, I love your feet. I want to fuck your feet. Do you decisions? How about you know, like because they I don't, don't know like that get the fanboying so bad. Although I, I get some. Well, like, you get the other way. You get the fanboy me. Um, but you, no, but you get fangirls too, where they're I like, do. "Oh my like, god, I can't oh, believe you're actually posting me!" You know. <laughs> yeah, but um, shoot, you derailed me. And oh, I... sorry. <laughs> Fanboying. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So I, you know, so I do like that about Reddit. No, I. There's no real history there. We can have a, an actual discussion with people with this interest, not just somebody with their dick in their hand, you know, trying to, oh. to jerk off. So, as I, I said, se seven DMs to a sticky tummy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, lately, it's more like, I don't know, it's like fucking three, you know. Um, yeah, but so I just went into the uh, Foot Fetish Talks uh, group. And I somebody I saw somebody uh, talking about um, you know God I love having a foot fetish and then right after that somebody was like God I hate having a foot fetish is there anybody that just wishes they didn't have it and I was like oh and okay. so so we'll get to what you actually <laughs> asked after we get paid <laughs> <laughs> a word a word from our sponsors whom we yeah. love. Dearly. If you're looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry, you'll fall in love with Yoga Bling Boutique. Our unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn. Visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings, anklets, and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove. We are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. Thank you, Yoga Bling Boutique. And if you guys haven't checked them out, you really need to. They're coming up with some great stuff, like all the time. Like they're, and, they're... Well, I'm not sure when you're going to listen to this because sometimes people are, you might be listening from the future. Um, but it does seem like they're always having a sale. So watch, by the time some listeners going to yell at me because they weren't having a sale. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you're listening to the year 2714. They might not even exist, but. <laughs> right. No, but they ha they actually do. He has uh, different specials and sales going on. So yeah, um... there's, there's almost always a promotion 
Yeah, but, but that's you know not what the though? To buy their stuff. Yeah, right? I was gonna say, you know what though? Even if there isn't though, like their stuff is really great, and I, I, I'm not saying that just because you know they're our sponsor. Like we actually own their stuff and can vouch that it's really beautiful and yeah, good and quality we, and affordable. We, and we aim our people at the foot jewelry part of what they do, um, because well, it kind of makes sense for who we are. But I actually have a, a bracelet of theirs that I wear just about every freaking day. It's pretty awesome uh, beaded mm-hmm. bracelet with like uh, black. Like a leather? Titan. No, no. I, I have that one. But the one I've been wearing the most lately is just all beads. Um, and it's just an alternation of uh, uh, blacks and hematite colored beads. And um, it's got some good heft to it, but not like ridiculous. I love it. See, and the one that my husband likes to wear, and he alternates between his Viking bracelet and the Yoga Bling Boutique bracelet, um, it's uh, it's three bands. Like, one of them is, like, little beads, and then uh, it's got, a like, a leather band that's kind of braided with different, like, shades of leather, like browns and blacks, and then it's got a thick, thicker, not thick, um, like, leather band, well, and he well, loves it. He wears it all the time. This month, I've just been wearing a, a very simple, but it's like an inch and a half wide um, rainbow bracelet. So that takes up so much room that I'm to, like, I just put a couple thin ones above it. So I just don't have room on my small ass wrists for that much bulk. But <laughs> when July comes around, you don't um, want to look like you're weather, like you don't look like you're wearing like fucking arm warmers and shit. Yeah, when July <laughs> comes around and I, I have the inch and a half more free, I might switch to that one. I, I change up my bracelets all the time, but I, I stack different ones. So I haven't really had a, a time when wearing one that's um, multiple layers made sense. But I saw a picture of you my recently. My wrist isn't going anywhere. <laughs> I saw a picture of you recently, uh, and I can't remember where. I mean, you know, we follow each other on so many different platforms. I can't remember where, but you were like walking and I noticed that you were wearing the bracelets. You look real good. I meant to tell you that, but I didn't. Uh, posted um, well, in terms of the podcast. You had like, you had like, you had like a, like coffee and. Oh yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. That was your caption, like coffee and. Yeah. Uh, so that, that would be uh, something in the vanilla realm. I, yeah. Yes. It definitely was vanilla. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that's the same set of bracelets I was wearing. Um, in our realm, you can see those bracelets on, um, like my wrist holding Bliss's leg while she puts her feet up on my chest, uh, with the pictures we took when we went to Pride this past weekend in New York City. Oh, have you posted them already? Yes, yes. Uh, oh, God, so I've pages, been my pages and Bliss's pages have a number of uh pictures from it's not really great pictures of Pride, it's more like Sneaky opportunities to take feet pics while we're at Pride. <laughs> nice. I love it. Yeah. This is how absent I've been, really. Um, I log on. I kind of glance at my messages. I think I have 168 unread messages right now because I'm not DMing. I'm not I'm not doing DMs, right? I'm just not DMing. I'm not even looking at them. So, um, but I've been like literally like logging in, shouting out the latest person that's, you know, got taken down and then I that can get be a off profession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, so, so I asked on Reddit and, and it really wasn't uh, with the intent of reading this 
uh, or talking about this on the podcast. I was just no, because hanging what, out on, on Reddit. Yeah, I would like to. I I hope our listeners understand that you know we run this podcast because we love foot fetishism. We don't reach out to people about foot fetishism because we want fodder for the podcast. Sometimes it works that way, but you know this is who we are first, honestly. Right, and if there's We're a really person... reals, yo. I'm sorry. Um, so I, for Ash, you fucked that I don't up. Know Let me tell you, you... you heard the cubes. Wait. Let me tell you how you fucked that up. Because you said four reels, you had to oh, be like, fuck. Yeah, you're well, like, fuck real. But, but this goes. This... <laughs> so I don't know if Ash heard the cubes earlier. They're just melted, but I did make sure that they they clink of the cubes. But I had a tonic and didn't realize it and didn't buy more tonic. So I'm um, drinking my gin and juice. <laughs> Sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Yes, yes, we are. We can be hood. You guys, I grew we, up. We can, we can West Coast represent. <laughs> well, you're like, you're like, you know, like, you're like more punky. But I am punk and I, 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 I am East Coast, but um, I'm also an honorary crip, but that's a story that probably shouldn't be on the podcast. Uh, you are an honorary crip, though. I can vouch for that. You know the story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. I mean, I, I, you know, I was, uh, you know, born and raised in L.A. in the San Fernando Valley and... You know, my first tattoo was given to me by Smiley from 18th Street. You know, shout out. <laughs> um, but, but you know, I was I was always a good girl. I wanted to be, you know, a good girl as well. So there I was, like, all the brawls, right? All the fights, all the time. You know, hung out with all the gangbangers. I was in a party crew. I, you know, I was, I was the girl. I didn't know any better then. But, you know, I was also like full-time job in a three-piece suit at 18. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, but I digress. Um, yeah. So I, you know, went on Reddit just to chat it up with my fellow foot fetishists. And um, my question was, what's the best and worst part about being a foot fetishist? And uh, I, my response to my own question, right? The discussion was, like, for me, one of the worst things is thinking everyone looking at my feet is sexualizing them, but not being sure. I mean, are you looking because my petty's cute or because you indulge? Uh, the best part, I think, is having yet another way to really enjoy my partner. Anyone else? And I got a couple of really good responses and not too many because, you know, I'm like a newbie in Reddit, you know, me and my whole like 20 followers and shit. Um, and then I got, you know several responses that were really good um my favorite one though <laughs> was um you know like the best part summer the worst part winter right <laughs> like that and, was just so basic yeah you told me that one <laughs> it's so hysterical but it's such a specific um it's obviously a guy who's into or a person who's into bare feet very specifically right yeah and, and for me it's almost like the worst part is summer because it's like, oh my God, here's all the bare feet. Most of them have shitty pedicures, dirty fucking flip-flops. No one's got nylons to be found. This is like the worst time to be a foot fetish is because it's just overload 
of the shit that isn't all that interesting. Right. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's kind of like true. it's kind of like having a loop of Skinamax. It's like it's it's porn, but it's kind of bland, banal porn, and I can't uh. turn it off. So I have to say that you're probably right. I probably agree with you more because during the summer is when my feet are the worst because I'm in flip-flops all the time. And I do a lot of, you know, with the exception of 2020 that, you know, we're all indoors. um, I spend a lot of time at rivers, lakes, and beaches. So I'm, you know, I don't, I I don't like water shoes, so I never wear them. Were so my feet are always during COVID. Did I miss something? Did they close yes, the river? They sure did. Yeah. What the fuck? How do you close an outdoor thing? Like outdoor they, things are the things you should have done. They fucking fence that shit in. And if they see you there, they tell you to leave. I tried because I was like, hey, That's like, let's... As fuck. You live yeah, in I was like, state. I was like, let's go to, you know, during the week, like weekday. Right. And we'll go early because who the fuck is at a river on a fucking Wednesday at 9 a.m. Right. Yeah, so it was like, let's go. And then we can, you know, we can park ourselves in this area and make sure we keep away from some people. And we like roll up to the river and they literally there was one. There I'm was sorry, one... ma'am. Did you see the moose outside? The park is closed. <laughs> <laughs> There's fucking John Candy. <laughs> so I saw something the other day, maybe a week or so ago, making fun of your state, you know. Oh, my God. Fucking Texas. Super cold. And the the power grid goes down. Wait, oh my god, Texas is super hot and the power grid goes down. Can they get anything right? <laughs> oh gosh, I have so many complaints. But I love Texas. You know what? Don't don't like your, your don't power grid is like my green I... Tessie. She complains when it's hot, she complains when it's cold. <laughs> Uh, you know what it's just that we are such like fucking greedy bitches in texas we want it all so like nobody should like shuts off their ac even for a little bit like we can't deal with discomfort you know like we're all, like, lazy bitches yeah, but, okay. <laughs> and then everything in texas you cannot go anywhere in texas where there isn't ac there is but florida AC is like that. everywhere in florida I, Jesus Christ, panic moment. Um, you know, a relative's property who was not there, and I get a phone call like, "Did you let the power go down?" I'm like, "What?" It's like, "Oh my god!" Like Florida is so damn humid that if you are without power or shut your air conditioner off for a week, you're like fucking up your floors. The humidity just is that bad. So Florida is running air conditioners in every building, everywhere, 24-7, 365. And you never hear about power failures out there. Fine. <laughs> no, Texas's problem, they ha- they've they taken themselves off the national power grid. It's that yeah, whole yeah. Texas secession thing. It, it, right, you still exactly. haven't completely convinced yourself that sure. you're part of the United they States. Were, right, we don't want to be part of the United States. I mean, we Texas is like... I feel like our leaders like sometimes purposely like, you know, like every th- like the U.S. is all coming together and they're like, yeah, this is a great idea. Like, let's do this and let's do this. Let's fix global warming this way. And they're like, and oh, like, it's, fuck it's, you. More foghorn leghorn. That's not quite Texas accent. But... <laughs> no, and Texas is like. What you want me to go left? Well, fuck you. I'm going right because I want to go right. Like even if we know we gotta go left, 
Like you know what just... it is? It's don't mess with Texas because we're doing enough of it to ourselves. And that literally, that little logo, that little slogan is everywhere. Don't mess with Texas is everywhere. And then it's got a little trash can because they don't want us to litter and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but they, uh... they, they have to put the second part. Trust me, we're doing it enough ourselves. <laughs> the only people messing with Texas is Texas. <laughs> Okay, enough about Texas. <laughs> All right. I still live here and I, I still have to it, love it, the everything's place. Everything's bigger I... in Texas. So, like, the average woman's got a size 14 foot. Yeah, everything is bigger in Texas. Hey, I had um, a, a couple of people visiting from LA. And they're like literally, like, they're artists in LA and they're doing this. Um, amazing cross-country tour where they're photographing things as they go and then they're going to display it in art gallery it's fucking amazing um but they loved our bars like i tried to take them to like the strip you know um where like all the the gay bars are where like it's really popping and happening and they were like no 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 and then I was like, okay, well, let's go to Austin. Like, let's go party on 6th Street, right? Like, we were all vaccinated. We can finally go out. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're going to the Thirsty Turtle. Oh, they <laughs> want to go to, like, the big classic saloons? And I was like, what the fuck is the Thirsty Turtle? And they're like, oh, it's across town. And it's over here. And it's, like, this, like, hole in the wall. And it's, like, super chill. And it's, like, older crowd. And... Oh, and okay. that's, yeah. what, they, no, that's we, what they wanted to do. They didn't no, want to go up, like up here in the Northeast. We do love our little dive bars. You, you find your hole in the wall, friendly dive bar. The drinks are cheap. Yep. Don't touch the floor with bare anything. And they were um, like, we don't want to go to the yuppie. I was like, let's go on the river rock. Let's go like Coyote Ugly. Let's go on the river rock. And they're like, we don't want to go to a fucking oh, yuppie God, bar. No. Like, no, we don't want to go to yuppie Coyote bar. Like... It's, like a bar of, it's like if I go up to Boston. I, I'll go to Boston. Like, oh, people with me. Like, oh, yeah, you were up. You lived up here for a while. You ever been to Cheers? I'm like, fuck no. I've ever went to Cheers. Why the <laughs> fuck would I go to Cheers? I went to fucking TT the Bears place. I went to fucking places that had maybe six seats at the bar and I'd see a a a, um, a tube TV in the corner, like 13 inch that only got two stations, and both of them were playing the Bruins. <laughs> Fucking places. I'm thinking, right? So my thought is, like, you know, they're like fucking trendy LA people. Like, let's go to the trendy bars. Is what I'm thinking. This is what they want to do. Like, but they're like, no, hell no. Like, I want to go meet fucking Bill Hoopdehoo over there and ask him his life story. And that's the kind of shit that I like, right? That yeah. is. Except I was like, they're coming from LA. Like, they want to go to like. You know, like they party on sunset and they were like, fuck fucking sunset. Nobody goes on fucking sunset in LA. And I was like, oh, like I got this all wrong. Like, I don't know LA anymore. I really don't. Or maybe these guys, you know what I mean? But yeah, they're artists. So they're, they're well, yeah, you know, they're different. They're, so they're, they're hipsters in the best sense of the word, not the worst sense of the word. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we hit like, uh, you know, a couple of uh, like really cool sushi bars and you know, they ended up at a strip club, I think. I was, I called it a night. Because it's all guys, right? So I called it a night. And, you know, they they went to all of these, like, super, like, shitty places where they got to meet the most interesting people. And yeah. they got to, like, photograph the guy, you know, that was on his hog. 
you know, in boots with his like fucking sweats tucked in his boots and like, you know, I mean, it's just it was just awesome. It's awesome. I can't wait to see their their kind of I, I got back in touch with my roots in that way this weekend too. got down in New York City. Uh, New York City Pride isn't the big thing. This event, so they they localized it. And I happened to go to Man- what they called Manhattan Pride. But Manhattan Pride was in the East Village. Well, duh. So, you know, back down in my old scene. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm down here. Let me go out to the West Village. And they're, they're having their own thing. It's not even official. Like, it's it's not even a name thing. They're just the, the West Village, and it's gay. And they're having a parade for no reason. It's not even sanctioned. <laughs> <laughs> and I popped in. And it was it was hard because it was so crowded. But I ended up popping in a, um, a tapas bar. No, not a topless bar. A tapas bar. Tapas, yeah. Yeah. And they have, had the pride menu, so they weren't like serving full bar. But you know, they're like, we have we have three beers: the Pilsner, the IPA, and the. And I asked him three times, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, I'm not drinking that because I can't understand what you're saying. So give me the Pilsner. <laughs> now we 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 went, you know, at the at the Japanese bar, and and my husband's like. I want the darkest beer you have, you know, cause he's a Guinness guy. Right. And he's like yeah. a stout guy. And so he's like, I want the darkest beer you have. And they bring him a Sapporo. And I was like, Ooh, oh. <laughs> that is not the darkest beer. And he's like, I thought you said it was dark. And she's like, Oh God, I meant to bring you the black, you know? And then she brings him the Sapporo black and it's much better, but still. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, so, still, it's, so it's basically is... only an amber ale. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not where these guys want to be. They want to go like, you know. Yeah. So, so it was, um, you know, it was definitely an interesting week. Um, For both of us, apparently. <clears throat> yeah. I want to find a way to bring these crazy stories back to uh, the topic at hand. The only thing oh. I can think of is that, um, well, uh, Queens who are walking around in their uh, platform shoes don't make it past four hours, and uh, so there were all all sizes of um, of fishnetted foot to be found past four o'clock. Did you get to see any I tried cute feet? You, other I than tried to 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 uh, creep shot some, and I just I'm not good at it. <laughs> like it, it, I was in the middle of the East Village. Pride, no one cares if you've got a camera out and i still couldn't like really get any good okay pictures. so so you have to change it up because you were with you were with bliss right mm-hmm. okay so you no but i was trying to camera. creep shot the, the the locals and the the, the fun people and I'm like no okay no 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 so you give her the camera you give her the camera or whatever phone you're using and you tell her to go over to them and say i really like your feet can i take a picture for my page and oh. I mean, come on, you have to, because this is, a, the, okay, let's, you know, this right back to where we're at, right? So one of the responses, right, was, um, <laughs> I got, I mean, let me look for it because I'm going to read it. But the point is, okay, here we go. Um, one of the responses, the con was, so many people think I'm a gross pervert who likes disgusting smelling feet and that I cease to function unless I have feet near me. Unfortunately, that is a very sexist thing because if a woman asks to see your feet, everybody's like, yeah, sure. If a man does it, you're a gross creep. So actually, it's funny because you, you're, you're using it as a, as a parallel on my story. At one point, Bliss actually went up to, and I, I think Queen is the best. This guy was masculine and six something, fabulous wig. But I think drag queen is all is exactly what he was. We're not talking trans community. 
Um, <laughs> and the last thing out of her mouth was, I really like your fishnets. And like that would, but it didn't continue to, can I take a picture of your feet? We didn't get that. But see, so that's, that's going to be it. And so they're going to be like, what? And I bet you you'd come up with some really good poses and some really interesting, you know, uh, things to post on your page if you wanted. <laughs> but yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to go as a couple, you know, because unless you're like a photographer and like, like all geared up, you know, where you're like at the strap, you got a couple cameras and you got like, um, yeah, if you're just some like random guy with the phone, despite how wonderful the iPhone camera is, they're going to be like, no, man, like you're just using this to jerk off later. Like, you know, you know, but yeah, that's how you could get me some creep shots. I guess they're not creep shots if you're asking for permission, which, you know, I think we both kind of want. So what um, did you guys say exactly as the con? So the con was so many people think I'm a gross pervert who likes disgusting smelling feet and that I cease to function unless I have feet near me. All right. So this is from the Psychopathia Sexualis. <laughs> And with you, wait, you have to say what that is. You have to say wait, what with, that is. With special references to contrary sexual instinct, a medical legal study by Dr. R. von Kraft Ebbing in 1840. Uh, the research spans 1840 through 1902, but it's first published in 1892. They're first published in English in 1892. So, so this is a book. This is a medical, psychological, legal treatise on sexuality and sexual dysfunction in okay. Victorian era. All right. And so our author says, there are numerous cases in which, even in the absence of the fetish, coitus is possible, but incomplete and forced often with the help of fancies uh, relating to the fetish and particularly unsatisfying and exhausting. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Von Helsing here agrees with what your friend uh, said was, or your, your responder said was uh, the presumption. He, Dr. Von Gelder, uh, what, what you I said Van Helsing. First, I said Van Helsing, then I said Van Gelder, which is a Star Trek reference. Uh, Doctor Von Kraft Ebbing uh, seems to agree that uh, absent the fetish, sex is coitus is possible, but for but with, ex but with extreme effort, right? So it's and, unsatisfying. And it's it's unsatisfying. It's exhausting, and you can only do it if you're basically imagining feet. Is what you're saying. And even if you and are only still then, unsatisfying and exhausting. Only then can you come. That's, yeah, you're. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, you know what? We're going to have to dedicate an entire episode to that book. <laughs> we have to find all the crazy shit that they believed about fetishes. Back oh, in the... their thoughts on masochism are, are particularly interesting. And they actually, I'm in the masochism chapter uh, the the foot fetish chapter is or the foot fetish section is actually part of the masochism chapter wow okay um 
Yes, and the author has very <clears throat> particular thoughts about uh, shoe fetishism, which he separates, because at least he seems to be tolerant of fetishism towards a part of the female body. And, oh, and don't get him started on homosexuality. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dr. Von no. Graft here is not a, not a fan. We, we, we've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Um, it goes perfectly with, uh, you know, being the last... Uh, last two days last day of uh june and and pride and having just come from pride new york city pride and you didn't do any even one um pride event in texas this year well the the thing is that um it fell steers and queers nothing no it fell right along the lines of or right in line at the same time as uh fiesta and fiesta is a huge city-wide celebration. The entire city shuts down and there's multiple events everywhere. So it was just like really a couple of weeks of nonstop partying throughout the entire city. So I'm sure there were pride events. They were just overshadowed by everything else that was going on. And I didn't do any of that stuff really. Like I I really didn't do much um, because I'm, you know, still working. I didn't get to take the whole week off. So uh, <clears throat> but no, I, I didn't do any pride kind of stuff. Uh, the one day that we were going to do it, we we're actually going to do it in Austin. And, um, I, I just couldn't get out on time. So the guys went without me. Like they did a lot of stuff without me is what was happening. So, uh, but you know, it was my, uh, my husband's best friend. So I, you know, I kind of let them, you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. stepped back and I was like, you guys go do your thing. So. Okay. So, um, before I interrupted with the complete works of Dr. Emmett Brown, um, <laughs> with Dr. Von Braun. Um, what did you say? Van Helsing, what did you say? <laughs> I said everything. Um, so we, you only got to even give half of that answer. The, the, the oh, I didn't was, even say the pro, so yeah. What did that guy think was the pro? Uh, the pro is uh, being different is fun. I like exploring something completely different from the usual stuff, which you know, we've been saying, right? Like every right. single no, fucking I episode. That, I feel that way about everything, not just my fetishes. Um. Yeah. So, and then another one, uh, pro and pro. You get to see bare feet everywhere. Con, you get to see bare feet everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I feel you. I feel that guy exactly. Like... Yeah, yeah, back to your nasty summer feet. <laughs> forget, even forget nasty summer feet. Sometimes it's just like it's it's not overwhelming. Like like oh my god, I'm freaking raging hard on all the time. It's overwhelming. Like it's almost takes the fun out of it. It's like I don't know. Mm. Again, yeah, it's well, back to that whole like. Yeah, it, it's kind of like watching mediocre, mundane porn on a loop. It's like, mm. I would rather it be... So the winters are so much more fun because in the winter, when a woman starts dangling her shoe, that's that's the rare sight. Most of the time they got boots all the way up to their knee or something. And yeah, yes, you also have the yeah, um... nylon. But it's it's much more of a tease... In the summer, when it's flip flops or bare feet everywhere, beach like going to the beach. I don't know. Your typical uh, red blooded, horny American guy loves going to the beach because he gets to see 
tits, sort of. And to me, it's like, uh, it's bare feet everywhere. It's just like, you. it takes some of the, the fun and tease out of it if it's just like wall-to-wall bare feet. Well, one of the, one of the guys says, um, it's a bit like being a boobs guy that keeps bumping into naturists on trains, buses, and shops, and restaurants. Great. But then not so great. Bumping I'm into like, what, he said? He says naturists. So I'm assuming it's like nudists. Oh, like, oh, yes, yes. The, naturist is the British term. Oh, nature. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyway, we are, yeah. we are a national podcast. We've had guests. We have listeners from, as we said, everywhere in the globe. We've had guests from all over the English speaking world, the US, Canada, England, uh, United Arab Emirates, Australia, and uh, soon, hopefully one from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue I mean, our international trend. <laughs> and then I think we'll need uh no wait we had a Welsh actually we had England and Wales uh we'll need somebody from the Republic of Ireland unfortunately they have some pretty strong porn- pornography rules so we might be banned in Ireland um you think and we just got ourselves back on Apple <laughs> you think yeah we'd be banned yeah they're they're so damn Catholic there <clears throat> literally porn mags are illegal there not like oh, illegal yeah. to possess but they can't be sold they can't be shipped there you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to do well there. Papists. No, we um, we probably do really well, but it's sort of a pirate radio sense. <laughs> <laughs> we're like underground. They listen we to us are. underground. So Irish um, fans, reach out to us. We just want to know who that one of you is, uh, <laughs> and how you listen to us. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we got to get to. Uh, we got to get uh, to Ireland, Scotland. We're probably going to cover shortly. Um, the Isle of Man. I would like to know about our Manx fans. Yeah, all two of you. <laughs> two. I, I think maybe one. <laughs> oh, and we we have no Kiwis. We need a Kiwi. What's a Kiwi? Uh, New Zealanders. Oh, why why are they called Kiwis? Teach me something. Um, we need to get our New Zealander fan to explain why they're called Kiwis because I don't bloody well know. Okay, well then. We'll put that on the list. All right. And so my favorite response, going back um, to my favorite response on Reddit, pros. Uh, there's a couple. He did four in each one. So pros. You get to see the object of your desire in plain view every day. Uh, if you're submissive, you don't have to get too creative to make you feel dominated. You can watch... Uh, some foot porn on YouTube and don't ever have to worry about it being taken down. If you're in a relationship with a girl that really cares about the little things and you haven't told her about your fetish and she hasn't figured you out, the moment you compliment her new polish, you are fucking golden. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Cons. It's really hard to convince someone you aren't a filthy pervert. It can make it hard to form or maintain relationships. Your fetish may leave you and or her sexually frustrated and dissatisfied. Because feet are constantly exposed, you might find yourself frustrated and unable to focus a lot. Hmm. Well, that's high school. And I think a lot of our past male guests might say that the same. You know, when we're uh, horny, pre- uh, pubescent kids, uh, school, high school, and yeah. The feet are everywhere, and you just like 
uh, one of our guests but... talked about dumping a under the table over and over and over again <laughs> yeah yeah Lamario was the genius who did that let me add one, oh, one more con that seems to fit in his list and we just it just takes it a step further like other, like the other perversions thus far considered erotic, erotic pathological fetishism may also express itself in strange unnatural and even criminal acts <laughs> gratification with the female person logo, loco indebito theft and robbery of objects of fetishism pollution of such objects etc and oh. yes Dr. Von Graft here um, expressed in the 1860s what we've had to deal with for uh, 40 uh, 80 <laughs> 180 years since Theft for 180 of... years, the idea that Dr. Van Graft has told us that, you know, gratification of the female person loco indebitito, i.e. theft and robbery of the objects of fetishism, <laughs> pollutions <laughs> of such objects, etc. So, yes, in 1861, he said that we are uh, dirty shoes and stocking thieves who are then, like, jerking off in them. And, and we've had to deal style. with this freaking stereotype for 180 fucking years dr von dickhead and this is why we're here <laughs> fuck you dr von grafenstein there dr von kraft ebbing do you I think spit on your grave do you think he was like this super fucking fetish freak and he just didn't oh, know how to well, deal with it. <laughs> it's yeah, it it kind of like what we now say about Freud, where he believed that everything was based on obsession with with one's mother because he was probably obsessed with his mother. Right, Dr. exactly. Von fucks, fuck nut here was probably a kinky fuck, but self loathing at the same time. Right, so this yeah. Ran treatise on how evil we are. Oh, God, we have got to, you've got to read that book. You're going to highlight all that shit. And we really have to get into it because, oh, Wait, my he gosh. Gives us one. He gives us one here. First, pathological fetishism is, oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I, it's a double negative. God damn it, Dr. Von Dickhead. <laughs> First, pathological fetishism is not infrequently a cause of psychological impotence psychological impotence yes 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 apparently we're all useless in the bedroom mm -hmm. because we're too fixated on our uh, fetish desires i'm sure mr any mr lift would um <laughs> disagree while slapping dr von kraft in the face with his dick <laughs> as will i and not because that's gay with both of us with our dicks out <laughs> no <laughs> okay so um, this reminds me of something that I wanted to share. Actually, I wrote it down to share it with you and I forgot. <clears throat> so we've always talked about how um, my husband doesn't like stinky feet, right? Um, like he like didn't like to smell. Like I'd be like, hey, do my socks smell enough? When I was selling them, I'd be like, do my socks smell enough? Like, is it stinky enough? And he'd be like, don't you dare. Like, don't you dare ruin that for me. Like, I don't want to smell that shit. Like he just really doesn't like um, and so I've been, um, working on a pair of socks cause I don't really sell them anymore, but I, I'm going to, so I'm going to raffle off this pair 
that for some reason was like particularly smelly. Like I must have worn them more than I realized. And uh, so I'm raffling these off and I've been wearing them for like, I'm on like day five or something. And uh, I took my socks off and I know he hates it. So I came upstairs like to sort of air them out and I like lotioned them up. I didn't wash them. I just lotioned them up and, you know, went back downstairs. Like two seconds later, he's laying on my lap and he's like, oh my God, I can smell your feet from here. And I was like, oh God, I'm sorry. Because, you know, he doesn't like this. So I'm like, God, I'm sorry. You know, and like move my feet away. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, let me smell. And he like, it's takes my foot, sticks it in his face, is absorbing all of the smell. Meanwhile, I know for a fact that my feet are the fucking stinkiest they've been in like the longest time ever. I think you crossed that fine line between the olfactory recognition of the uh, vinegary, corn chippy, whatever, and the other sensory recognition of the pheromone that the, the the pheromone portion of you know what was exuding your foot sweat was just stronger to his central sensory world than the actual literal smell or at least made it so he didn't give a fuck but i i don't know what was i mean he, the guy was like put feet put bags on your feet before you shower like he was like like he really wanted to like smell but for me like I was apologizing for it even I mean I know that he likes a smell like I know I know the difference between what he likes and he doesn't like and I knew yeah there's this, this, there's the subtlety of nice smell overpowering smell and then you'd cross the line to the other side where overpowering pheromone overpowered overpowering smell hmm well I was like well he's you know desensitized now like he he's one of these guys that wants like fucking 30 day socks <laughs> i'm sorry so desensitized i just i just found another great passage in this book oh gosh go i, I feel like me. i need to bring on a bad german accent to read this too but can I you won't. do can you oh, uh, oh. i, I might so much fun come on that'd be so much fun this is the object upon the sexual interest of the fetishist is concentrated stands in itself in no I, immediate relation yeah now you can understand i don't know what you're saying too too german huh <laughs> for all our german fans don't don't send in the hate mail i know it's a terrible accent <laughs> we do have a lot of listeners in germany we do we do <laughs> since the object upon which the sexual interest of the fetishist is concentrated stands in itself in no immediate relation to the normal sexual act. It often happens that the fetishist diminishes his excitability to normal stimulus by his perversion, or at least is capable of coitus only by means of concentration on the fancy of his fancy upon his fetish. It's kind of another paraphrase of the earlier one, but he's really hammering it home that, you know, we just like, we're no interest in vanilla sex whatsoever. Right. Nothing else can turn you on. The only way that you can reach orgasm is by having whatever fetishy thing 
Is he in specifically this... talking about feet or is he talking about something of, uh, no, of, or just specific... fetish in general? Um, bodily fetishism, I think. Feet was definitely part of the preamble to this, but definitely talking about bodily portion fetishism. It's interesting, actually, if you go backwards, he talks about the hands first as the primary fetish. Hand fetishes, oh, here's another, hand fetishes are innumerable, are numerous. And then it goes, states, female, enthusiasm from female hand are numerous. And this is because the female hand is often shown un, uncovered. The foot is always encased in a shoe. So remember, we're at, we're at Victorian, like ankle is scandalous, hand is, is the big thing. You know, fast forward a few years, foot becomes the big thing, apparently. But yeah. Well, I mean, ankles were 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 no, kind he of a never big deal. Fetishism. He talks. Mm. He loves hand fetishism more than foot fetishism. He loves to talk about hand fetishism, and then he even goes so far as to talk about glove foot glove fetishism, which I've never heard of. And then he kind of acknowledges that foot fetishism exists, and therefore also shoe fetishism. Like this guy was really into hands. <laughs> wow, that was his fetish. <laughs> well, actually, no, he is quoting a guy by the name of Binet. So Binet was really into hand fetishism. This author is really into Binet. Ah, okay. All right. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, I... We may need a whole episode devoted to this book. It's insane. I'm telling you, we really need an episode. It's so interesting. It it is. What they used to think. Right. I mean... (laughs) Well, well, look, okay. I'm sure that there are men out there whose fetishes run so deep they can't orgasm any other way anymore, or, or they're choosing not to orgasm any other way. I have had followers be like seriously addicted to my videos, like where they just couldn't um, like, and it's not, it's not even creeps or anything like that. Like I have one actually kind of good friend who um, I met when he was single and uh, you know, he used my, you know, videos and our chats and stuff, um, you know, to fill his lonely nights. And he ended up meeting somebody. I've given him advice in his relationship. He's married. He doesn't buy videos anymore. Like, you know, all of that. We're friends. But he's told me even to this day that um, if he's not with his wife, he can't uh, orgasm unless he's watching one of my videos. Or in this perversion. And in the difficulty of its adequate satisfaction, just as in other perversions of sexual instinct, lie conditions favorable favoring psych, psychical and physical onanism, which again reacts deleteriously on the constitution and sexual power. Now, I don't know if you or our listeners are familiar with the term onanism. Um, I'm not. The modern, uh, the the modern pornographic term is gooner. Are you familiar with that term? I am not. No. Uh, onanism is um, masturbation, or more specifically, excessive masturbation. Okay, gooner. An urban dictionary: one who is completely and miserably addicted to porn, but embraces and loves it. Yes. Okay. So, yes, in this perversion and in the difficulty of its adequate satisfaction, just as in other perversions of the sexual instinct, lie conditions 
favoring psychic psychical and physical onanism, which again reacts deleteriously on the constitution and sexual power. So, yes. Uh, so, so your there guy is no he doesn't want to get off to anything but videos of your feet. Uh, is is definitely upping the the story of Dr. Von Croft here, who is saying that <laughs> he's validating. Uh, you know, in the in the absence of any way to really enjoy our fetishism and get off that way, we resort to over masturbation, therefore losing all of our sexual potency. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, there are people, men, who are like. OCD about like masturbating those compulsive com- what do they call compulsion compulsory masturbators so they're constantly you know um and it's a running joke in the movies where they're constantly masturbating I can't remember yeah. the movie right now but they're just like uh, Jason Biggs in uh American Pie <laughs> no I mean like in public like oh well, oh god! Well, oh gosh! I can't. It's at the tip of my tongue, and I'm gonna remember it later. You get back to right now. But with that, you get back to the idea that us foot fetishes are all public creeps, right? So no one normal can have a foot fetish. Is what is is basically what this what he's saying oh, is well, that because you can't be normal. Text is you aberrant and deviant sexualities. This is a whole book of aberrant and deviant sexuality. So it's all or in twenty twenty one. It's a roadmap to fun. <laughs> His book is all like extremes. It's there's no you know, this, and that's why this book is based on the collected works of other great and learned doctors of the day. Nice. Can you imagine, Doctor Vivens here? Can you imagine if we had Dr. Van Fuck like Matt, like, you know, r- resurrected just so that he can listen to our podcast, what he would say and what he would think? Him or Dr. <laughs> Benet, who's the guy that he's citing in most of this, Dr. Benet, the great hand fetish expert, and Dr. Yes. Van Kraft. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've gotta you've gotta look through that book. Benet's case number 71 X they can't give the name aged 84 34 I'm sorry it's very very bad type teacher in a gymnasium in childhood he suffered with convulsions at the age of 10 he began to masturbate with lustful feelings which were connected to the very strange ideas he was particularly partial to women's eyes but since he wished to imagine some form of coitus it was absolutely innocent in sexual matters, to avoid too great a separation from the eyes. He evolved the idea of making the nostrils the seat of female sexual organs. (laughs) (laughs) A case study of the horny eye fetishist gym teacher. (laughs) The nostril fucking eye fetishist. Is there, I want to know where, where, is there one... 60, where in 1862 did this guy get these like case studies? <laughs> this is fantastic. They were all, all people that were forced into mental hospitals. I think so. And apparently <laughs> we would be as, as well. Oh god, I would have been fucking lynched. Like <laughs> a case of hand fetishism communicated by Albert Mole. 
age 28, a merchant of Westphalia. Oh, God. Remember, this is originally published in German. Something might be lost in the translation. Oh, gosh. This is... Where did you get this? Oh, Mrs. Toptoes found it somewhere. It's it's a reprint, but I don't know where she found it, but it is it is pure gold. I love it. That's my new favorite book. You're gonna I I'm gonna have to look it up and so I can research some of these things and highlight and <laughs> and point them out or podcast because oh gosh. Wow. You we're just gonna post pages of this from like direct screenshots from Google Books to our Instagram. And then we'll lose hundreds of followers. No, or we can celebrate how you know how far we've come i mean that is the reason i bring this and point it out because as much as we try to you know get past the stigmas this points out that we've gotten past a lot of stigmas by now all right and with that I think I think we're gonna wrap it up now. I think that uh, we're gonna save some of those passages uh, for another episode because, I mean, I mean, really, we could it's we could sit here all now. It, it really is, yeah. And and you know, are we? We probably need to have a discussion. Like, are we really ever going to get rid of the stigma of the stereotype of you know the foot fetishes being creeps? Because none of the, we've talked about this all the time. None of the other fetishes, I think, struggle with. Uh, maybe like an ar- the armpit fetishes. Maybe the uh, I don't I don't know what it's called. Like the proper term for it, or maybe the um, you know the guys that like the farting in the face and all of that. Maybe they have a little bit worse than than we do, but not by much. Um. So, <laughs> all right. I think. Um, uh, I think we're going to have a couple of really interesting guests coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about casting. We're going to talk to a very submissive, subby foot guy. Um, we uh, may talk to our Scottish friend. So we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. And we've been featured on, on a lot of podcasts ourselves. So, you know, we'll post those when they drop. Right. Been waiting, you know. Hard to say. Other people's schedules are different. We we don't tend to block off a lot and wait to so the be topical. This is actually one of the best where we're literally recording the night before this drops, so we can be as topical as humanly possible. I wish it was always possible to record this close to drop time, so that we yeah. can really be right on point with what's going on. But um, you know. Yeah, there, there but, is, but they're but they're not the too far back. Team relatively unproduced. There still is a lot of production that has to go into this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? This is this is when I feel like this is when I enjoy our podcast the most. I mean, I love our guests; they're great, and I love the relationships that we build. Like after some of them, because I don't know all of our guests, you don't know all of our guests. Sometimes we both know them. Sometimes neither one of us know them. You know, so I really enjoy that connection. And then uh, but sometimes at the end we of the just day. have to go back to our roots and just be us. And, you know, I know we get comments from both sides of the aisle of our audience on that. Some really like when we have guests and some really like when it's just you and I. And Yeah. I, I feel like uh, this episode is good because we're, I, I really, I, 
I think I've gotten several requests where like they they express that they like to know more they like to get to know us and they like to do, know more about us but you know after two seasons of a podcast there's not much more of us that you can learn I mean we're pretty open we talk a lot about ourselves I talk a lot about myself I should say um so there's not really much more that you you know not, not many opinions that you haven't already heard so I think at the end of the day it's just you know our connection and uh the fun that we have and I I really hope that you guys enjoy it as well with that uh, another big thank you to our sponsor Yoga Bling Boutique. Thank you to all of you, all of you listening, all of you who catch us on YouTube, uh, especially those of you who watch us on YouTube. Even though sometimes there's nothing to see, just listen on YouTube. Um, all our friends and followers and family. No, not them. Hopefully, they're not listening. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I, I really rather not have any of my family other than my husband. <laughs> And the the people we thank the most, for those of you, all you onanists, masturbating through our voices right now, you're welcome. All my gooners, you're very welcome. <laughs>